0: You know, this has uh, lyrics, this tune? No. I yeah, heard that. I don't think I've heard it. Yeah, go that. like this. Earshot. Earshot with Steve Martin. This is where producers Earshot. meet. And, and you are, are in for a treat. Because <laughs> this is Earshot mm. with Adam and Tom from Contraband. And the media. <laughs> yes. Doesn't quite scan to <laughs> so sort of reverse engineer that into the track somehow. You know, if Hayley was here, she would have said, no, don't do that, whatever. <laughs> Tom and Adam are here. Tom Cross and Adam Burgess from Audio Production House, Contraband Media. And yet again, Earshot is coming direct from the world's greatest city. Just don't mention that we're in a dodgy bar around the back of Nando's. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for joining us. You two go back a fair way in radio, don't you? How did you first meet and get involved in this side of broadcasting?
1: That's 16 years now, isn't it? 16, 17 16, years. Yeah, around,
2: around It's very su- It's a very sweet story, really. Um, yeah, no, it was around the millennium, I think. We uh, we were both technical operators, tech ops at Power FM uh, on the South Coast there, and it was huge at the time. And it was, you know, we were very lucky that we we joined at a time where certainly back then the um, the old Capital Radio Group it had its own remember the old party in the parks. Obviously now it's the Jingle Bell Ball, but back then Southern and Invicta and Power they all had their own. Party in the parks, and ours was called Power in the Park. It was huge, uh, and it was yeah, it was, it was a big deal, and uh, it was it was a it was a great time to to be doing that at, a, at that age as well.
0: And what was the role of a tech op on a radio station on the south coast of England 16 years ago? Well,
1: they had quite a lot of weekend uh, kind of dance shows back then. So on the pa- Power and Ocean, so we worked on both stations. Ocean being the kind of the heart of today, Power being the capital. And I would say from 7 p.m. through till midnight, 1 a.m. is packaged shows on both stations. So we would be in one studio each playing out the shows, playing out the pre-recorded voice breaks and putting the shows together live. And uh, in some case, Adam had worked with the DJs. They were mixing on the decks when he'd be driving the desk, playing the the jingles and the IDs and sorting out the mic and stuff like that for the DJs uh, because they couldn't do it themselves. And it was a real buzz because I think we had that element of live radio but we were kind of the ones left to be in control
0: music tech ops don't traditionally get much credit for what goes out on the air Zero. they just
1: get
2: blamed when it goes wrong
1: exactly yeah
2: oh well absolutely we certainly knew it when they went you know yeah. belly up um, but yeah it's, it's it's very much the the job of the presenter but with, without the talking really I mean that's what a tech op is um, and as Tom was saying the the, the the different formats of shows that we, we worked on back then were really excited we, we had um, the dance stuff you were very involved with the sports show and, yeah, and that was show. live commentary so and get getting all the
1: CDs as well, as well. this is but playing course, CD cards yeah. this is not a play out system so getting all the CDs ready in the right order yeah this might sound obvious but when there's a million things going at once you want to make sure that CD stack is in the correct order
2: if you're queuing the news and the different cuts and the different beds and the jingles and making sure that you've got your, your cd and your, your Denons, everything queued yep. to the right time it's pretty full on it's it's quite stressful actually was, yeah. and this is only 15 16 years ago but it's um it's it's hard
0: to think that you know only that short period back and there really was no automation there was no automated networking certainly there was no. nothing
1: no um it was yeah that wouldn't exist today You'd, everything would be controlled from manchester or london or the main hq but yeah these these roles, I feel quite privileged to do it, actually. Uh, radio back then was very exciting at a local level. I, th- I look back now and I think we learnt a lot about imaging and production from having to play out all those cuts in between mm. songs.
2: Yeah, what worked, what didn't work yeah. so well. And um, it was a great a great grounding, a great place to, to start from in our careers, absolutely. And you, you always learn from your mistakes, don't you? So what was your greatest mistake? Uh, oh, I do remember one, trying to do a, a countdown on, on an overnight and I was still very, very young to it. And I remember going through the various tunes that were in the chart, and I got really bored. I got to about five, three, five four, whatever it was, and I, I was presenting it in such a style that I thought to myself, oh my Christ, I'm boring myself here. <laughs> and I just wanted to wrap it up really quickly and get into the next song.
1: My era would have been, we had like a, a chill-out show on Ocean called The Wind Down Zone, And um, I made the error of going to the toilet mid-song, coming back to find the CD card had skipped. (laughs) It could have been skipping for 30, 40 seconds. It was stuck on that frame, so yeah, you come back in, you panic, quick, get the fader down, next song on, and, uh, yeah, try and forget about it.
0: (laughs) I once played out the wrong movement of a Schoenberg concerto on Radio 3. (laughs) Nobody noticed. (laughs) So how did you make the transition from, uh, you know, a fairly functional,
2: albeit creative job as a tech op to actually creating sounds yourselves, Adam? Almost, it, it was the it was the inquisitiveness. It was, well, how's that done? How are these sounds made? Yeah. How is the jingle put together? How is, and it was just quenching that thirst, I think. Um, and I guess that was the beginning of, of, of the journey into full-time production.
1: It's both... Power and uh, Ocean had a local station sound producer, so we would just ask them so many questions. They probably hated us. And then um, there'd be a weekend promo, like a weekend CD giveaway, and we'd always ask for the voiceover lines, and then me and Apple would go and make it ourselves. Now, these would just be to test for fun. We'd challenge ourselves, who can make the best one? And each week, we'd, we'd, we'd go go away on Adobe Audition, or Core Edit Pro, as it was back then, and we'd try and make the best promo in 30, 40 seconds, and, uh, and yeah, just challenge each other. And we just, we learned more about audio editing and how to cut songs up and play around with effects. And I think that was um, a good learning curve
2: for us. It's, and it's, it's something that I have to say, is, to a certain extent, I mean, it's changed, but it's still with us. I and mean, Even to this day where you know we now have a, a business and uh, the passion is very much still there. Now would be a good moment to hear how far you've come. What's the first audio we're going to hear on the show today? Well, we don't have, thankfully, too much of our early stuff. We're currently doing, currently doing some stuff for uh, for the guys at Radio One at the moment. Um, for Nick Grimshaw, um, and uh, I believe you've got some of his uh, hour openers here. One, this is what you wake up for. Come on, the Radio One Breakfast Show with Nick Grimshaw. We talk a lot about your toast, and your toast is broken. Yeah. Good morning Will Smith How are you Danny, Danny Dyer Hello my sweet oh, prince Good morning Lady Gaga How are you Yo Grimace? Oh. show radio one Radio Pop pop is so Where did you get your inspiration from for that piece? We're constantly monitoring songs for, for lyrics and for drops and things that just sound great in CHR production um so that married with obviously the the pitch that the guys at radio 1 wanted for the breakfast show and and to reflect the uh the energy and the fun that that, that Nick is having on the morning show
1: yeah snippets of his personality coming across really kind of sandwiched in those as openers
0: and when did you make the move from audio production into music composition because today the two go hand in hand but that wasn't the case when you started up
1: not at all no I, I, Back in, you know, 15 years ago, we would never. I played the piano, but I'd have no clue how to make a piece of music like this, you know. This, it's a completely different skill. So these days, there's so many tutorials on YouTube, and you can you can get around with just pl- plinky-plonking around on a MIDI keyboard, and then getting it into Pro Tools, and then that's where the, the magic comes. We're also very lucky that the, uh, the third part of our team, our music director, Small Paul, he's a very talented musician, can play a multitude of instruments, and he's the one that kind of leads... The, that stuff and then uh, me and Adam will go and tinker around or give him our give him our idea and then he'll make it come to life
0: and you're all based in different places aren't you
1: yes small Paul lives in Cyprus and Adam's in Southampton and I'm in London and Adam
0: given that you can really do your work from anywhere given
2: a global choice of idyllic locations why did you choose Southampton um, well i 'm originally from Hampshire, um, and so is my my wife um, so uh, I was uh, london based for many years um, but it it, you know, it made sense with uh, with having a family and, and two step children uh, to relocate so I went back down south um, and you know it 's only an hour down the a three from from yeah. tom in south london it's it 's not too much of a, a hardship i need if I need to come in or, or spend a a day in the studio together, as opposed to via Skype. Um, so I'm down there. I've I've actually built a studio in my my, my back garden. I've got a, a, a Pro Tools HD rig in there. <laughs> I probably have. Well, I, I know I have better equipment in there than I than I ever did do at any staff radio station job. Um, you know, all the, all the all the toys that you want, then you know we go and buy them. So um, yeah, it's it's a really fantastic little setup.
1: I think at this time of our in our careers too, it works perfect now. Because when I first moved back to London from New Zealand, I was me and Avon lived in West London, the same area. Um, so when we set this company up and started, you know, getting the building blocks for it, we were in the same place. I think that was fundamental because um, I think setting a company up when you're not together is really hard. So you have all these, there's so many things that come up. You want to be face to face, having that time, going through stuff together. And uh, but are we're at, we're at a place now where we. We know we've got our own space and um, we work, work similar hours, don't we? But we yeah. kind of, our, you know, our lifestyles are, work around it. So it's, mm. I think it works really well.
0: And what did it take for you to make the leap out of
2: the corporate world and set up on your own? This goes back to, to, to Power FM. Mm. I mean, it really does. It's, it's something that we said even back then we'd love to do together. Um, so you didn't have to find new courage.
1: Yeah, I think we I think we I think we did. Yeah, the timing is always the hardest part, I think, is
2: making that leap. You could be very comfortable on a staff salary for a long time and then you know, at some point you've got to go let's, let's let's do it. Let's you know, let's take the leap. And um you know, various things did fall into place. Uh, various relationships with other people fell into place. Um and I I was fortunate um, at the time that I was I I was with a a girlfriend that uh had interest from an agency in Los Angeles, so we spent just shy of a month in in LA, and it was at that point that um, that through Tom's relationship with with iHeart and Premier Networks, that um, that I went out there and had various meetings and you know looked to put the um, the foundations of Imaging Blueprint in place.
1: We planned this loosely, I'd say.
2: You can, I think you can only plan it loosely. Yeah. I, I don't. You know, yeah. our, our perceptions of when we thought things would happen weren't necessarily true yeah, uh, take years longer th- say. things take longer than, than you expect yeah. but um yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd both uh, worked hard and saved a lot and put put stuff away and you know and and we were we were queued up to to do something like this that's the key thing so for someone who's listening to this today and
0: might feel that they're trapped inside some corporate body or other Mm. uh, really wants to make a go of it what's the what's the number one thing you learned that you would be prepared to pass
2: on to someone who could be a competitor in the future work hard i mean genuinely pick up as as much uh, add to your skill set um, really learn from, from, from the team around you. There might be people that, that you don't face value think that you're going to learn that much off of because it might not be part of what you think is your core attributes. But actually, script writers, sales guys, marketing guys, I picked up some great things from these people uh, along my journey. And actually, it's not just what's in front of Pro Tools yeah. you, know, you do have to think how are you going to market your company what logo are you going to come with it's, it's accounts time of year again it's you know, all of these things that, that you don't necessarily uh, associate with, uh, with working in front of Pro Tools you know, mm. they're all part and parcel of, of, of doing your own thing and I'm keen to know how critical of each other you can be very,
1: very good. Do, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we both don't enjoy it, but we know the other person's right. I think. I'm yeah, I, <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. There, there yeah. are certainly times when we think, "Oh, can we spare it?" Oh, oh shit, Tom's not going to like this. But what about you know like, oh, the mix on this or the EQ on that or you no. know and and the same to me as well uh, and and to small. We're all, and, but we a lot of times we ask for it. We do, we do ask for it. What's so. wrong with this? What do you think could yeah. be better? Uh, Don't be
1: afraid to ask, I think, is the most important thing. Because, yeah, Adam looks and st- looks at stuff differently to I do sometimes. And, you know, he's going to hear things that I miss because I've listened to the mix 400 times and I've, and I've you know, blocked out something. Mm. So he's going to, and that's going to stand out for him. So I think that's really important. Come back to your mix the next day as well. Fresh ears. Um, try
2: and, we, and we do this is something that we yeah. do every morning as well we we, we get together whether if, you know, if we're not in person if we're not doing a studio day together, then it's something that we'll jump on Skype and we will religiously at, at eleven o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. we get on Skype and we go okay well what's our to do list today uh, what did we do yesterday? Let's listen to the mixes again. Let's listen to the creativity. Could could something be done better before it goes to a client or before it goes up on the service or you know, whatever it might be? You've got to keep humble, I guess, with yeah. regards to that. You know, and, and never think that you're God's gift to production because it'll hurt when something when someone points out something pretty stupid. You know,
0: but criticism of your work is is not criticism of you as an individual ever. No,
2: I mean that's that's mean. So wh- <laughs> so, so why does it so why does it hurt? Um, because it's it's. It could be something very personal i mean it's 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 an art form it's the equivalent to to, to someone trying to paint a picture or, or something like that so the time um, you
1: spent on it too i think sometimes that yeah. gets taken not regardless regardless that's it sometimes it's forgotten you know I think that could be so sometimes. you could
2: steamroll in there with yeah. a piece of advice or you know some feedback, and actually you know Tom or this guy or a freelancer, or whoever it might be have spent three or four hours on on something and you, and you kind of forget oh, sorry, I didn't mean to kind of steamroll over you. You know, there's it, a constructive way that you can, yeah. you can go yeah. about doing that, of course. Uh, one
1: other bit of advice for someone listening to this who wants to go into the freelance world, spend your free time exploring that as well. Don't, don't make the jump until you're ready. So spend your free time exploring what you want to do. Do the research time. That is, that's vital because um, then you'll be prepared and ready when you do the actual
2: move. If you're going to do this on a freelance basis, you have to be prepared for it to take over your life. Yeah. You know, staff, you might get away. I I know it's radio, and so we don't necessarily do nine to fives, but generally speaking. You don't start till 11, you told me. (laughs) No, no, no. That's that's when we get on Skype together. We start much earlier. Um, That's what he tells me. But, you know, it's, you can, to a certain extent, clock off at the end of the day. Whereas when it's, I guess, it's your own thing, there's that extra level of commitment that you need to give to it. You know that somehow at the end of the month, you need to pay the mortgage, you need to provide, you need to do stuff. Um, and so, yeah, put your, put your free time into it. If you're going to do it, then do it properly. And the,
0: your point, Tom, about doing the prep, if you're going to knock on the door of the bank and ask for a loan, I know startup costs are probably lower now for this kind of business than yeah. they ever have been, but if you need a bit of money to get some capital investment at the front, then uh, the bank manager's going to want to see that prep.
1: 100%. I watch Dragon's Den every week when it's on.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's just like real life. <laughs> I know.
1: I know it's TV, but I'm shouting at the TV the amount of time people are underprepared, and you think... If if you want this, if you want this, you have to show it, and the person in front of you has got to understand where you're coming from. And if you're not prepared, why are they it, going to help you? Absolutely,
2: it can't be hollow words, can it? I mean, what's what's the what's the point? Yeah. You're wasting everyone's time. Yeah. Do, do the three of you ever meet? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're um, well. For instance, we we did a, a trip to New York fairly recently, which was um, obviously work related and seeing clients out there, and um, and so we have these things. Uh, there's uh, imaging days in amsterdam there's uh radio days so there are work related trips that we do abroad uh which we all go on together but as i said as tom touched on it's with technology the way it is and Skype and the rest of it you can you can be anywhere you want to be and as long as you're 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 all on it and yeah. you're, you're getting your work done it's it's not an issue
1: we send virtual sessions across ftp and things you know we can share stuff so easily these days internet speeds fast enough well, most of the time. <laughs> even in
2: Hampshire. Even, even, yeah, even down the sticks in Hampshire. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's really easy to collaborate. Well,
0: let's hear some more of your uh, work for Radio 1, which, again, combines uh, production with
2: music. Here are some intros. This is something that uh, we were asked to brand the, I um, believe they call it, the BBC call it the, uh, the Silver Tracks. So it's the, the hot recurrent records. So, really, we were tasked with... Um, Blending the station voices with uh, the songs but also um, if, the, if the song allowed it to take elements of the song and create the, 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 the radio station name
1: Cutting it up this is BBC Radio 1 is, is the main simple message and just jumping between all of it to cut, get it to blend on the front of the track and essentially a power intro but uh, done in Radio 1's unique way
0: OK, well, you choose the tunes. Taylor Swift or Rudimental?
2: Let's... Really both. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... Sorry, I'm just looking at the ones that we've sent you to see if there's any in there that, that really do chop up the, uh, the song and the VO nicely. Taylor Swift does. The ch- yeah, the blend into the, into the one is very nice on Taylor Swift. Yeah. This is BBC Radio,
1: Radio.
0: You know it used to be mad love So take uh, a look what you've done uh, Cause baby now we got bad uh, blood Hey, I can't take it back, look where I'm at uh, So how did you do that?
1: The first thing is to go through the track and see Does she say the word B? with well, that, that can be on because or before or any Is there any other word B in there? Then is the C? Radio? <laughs> it sounds obvious but...
0: So it genuinely is her vocals
2: from the track. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, the one that sticks in my head, we did um, uh, Lord Royals, her first single, and the lyric in there is something about blah, 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 Queen B, and went, oh, brilliant, there's a really obvious B, and the C was, uh, I believe, I think I took it slightly out of context, it was uh, the sibilance from another word, and then something else that you can edit together and and shift, pitch shift, to, to sound like a C. So such microsurgery is Absolutely, required. Exactly, I mean, some yeah. of them have a lot of microsurgery in them. Um, this one actually not so much the one the way that's blended in need to give credit to our our music guy small for that one but um, what's happened there is the lyric is done.
1: Yeah so it's the on from and done. And it's
2: taking the what from elsewhere and creating the two and making sure that they there's there's four or five layers in there to make sure that there's a perfect pitch blend i want to hear it again and just listen out with that knowledge
0: this, this is baby, this. radio mm. yeah i can't
2: hear the joints <laughs> well, that's a good thing. I think that means that we're okay with what we do.
1: <laughs> so then we've got to tune the VOs to, to match the style of a song, get it in the same key, and, and then the notes that the instruments are, are hitting. And yes. let's
2: get a bit geeky here. What are the plugins you're using to do all that? Well, if you I quite mean, a few, isn't it? If we yeah. listen to maybe the uh, Prayer and C, uh, Lily Lilywood here, and Robin Schultz, Prayer and See, So this was a, yeah, a slightly different approach. Radio. Yeah, that is a lot more obviously synthetic. Absolutely, yeah. Um so there was nothing within the song that we could chop around. So that's all Station VO. Um and what we've done there is to uh, to sidechain uh the, the Station VO uh through various soft synths and then uh, it's just playing the melody of the song, uh, the exact notes, so it's it's mirroring them m- mi- mirroring them. Yeah. <laughs> um Little Alter Boys, uh, a plug-in by Sound
1: Toys, which you can get that um, that pitch shift sound. You can play with the formant of the voice and the pitch of the voice, and th- that is a great one to then take a voice f- from speaking it to then singing it. Add, add that in with um, Waves Tune as well, so you can um, you can choose what notes you what you want to hit the song. Uh, the sort the voice. Uh, what else would you say?
2: Uh, yeah, that that tuned effect. I mean, there's there's is three plugins that we use. Um... As a, as a bass to tune uh, the VO, and that would be Waves tune, uh, Melodyne, or uh, the uh, Antares uh, Evo. They all do very, very similar things, but you will get, there, there's a the slight nuances to the sound. And after that, as I say, it's, it's side-chaining through various soft synths, and that's what gives it the, the more kind of robotic feel to, to the voice. And with the soft synths, you can choose something that uh, complements the song.
1: So characteristics in the track. I think we describe these as like a really intricate, detailed puzzle. It has been a challenge. Some of them, um, we've had to recreate the intro because there's their, their vocal starts. and you've got to go and try and make similar drums.
2: There's no instrumental for them. There's no them. instrumental for them. Yeah. yeah. So we've literally had to get the guitars out, get you know, create drums and and, and bolt on
1: four or eight bars in the front, I mean.
2: you yeah, know, mm. to make it happen. Well, let's hear a couple more now, back
0: to back. This yes. is BBC. One I've been spinning enough time Let's go
2: This This is BBC. Radio One One One
0: So all the elements of that from the track?
1: The BBC are from the track, yeah. You can, you can clearly hear them say BBC. So that, that was a fun one to make because um, I'm sure if Adam has the same sen- sensation as I get, but when I'm going through the acapella and I find it, it's like striking gold sometimes because <laughs> you know you're gonna, you've got those really good work parts so they massage massaged into the, into the front. It's, it's really good fun, actually.
0: And what kind of relationship do you have with the record labels? Are you able to get the stems from
2: them easily? We have affiliates, uh all over the world um certainly through imaging blueprint that uh, if you know if we can't get it from a label or if we can't you know get it from source then someone will be you know the guys in uh, kiss in sydney or, or the guys in new york or somewhere because we're so connected with uh with premiere and iheart and, I and our, our various affiliates and clients if there's something we, if, if there's something exists that we want we can usually get our hands on yeah. it and if there isn't then you can make it yourself or yeah. we we'll do a sound alike. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what are we gonna hear next?
1: Okay. Uh, should we do some of the
2: blueprint stuff? Go on then, take it away. Do a, a top of our mashup or something. Yeah. So this is from
0: Imaging Blueprint, and it's called MashUp Promo 1. Stand by. Very
1: generic. This
0: is a
2: shout-out to
0: my station, New York's 10 music station. 100. So
2: Carrot magic can be good It as for sure Okay so me up there we love you Every day that I-, I listen to C10 Station New York's
1: number one hit music station
0: a little bit of Dave Fox in there, as ever. He's been the voice for how
1: many... 20-odd years or something. He's got a fantastic voice.
2: Producers love a good beat match. I love a good beat match. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um, and it's... Uh, with the, the kits and the work parts and stuff that you uh, that you can get on the service, you can completely break that down. Um, you can turn that into a music demo. You could turn that into a top of hour. You could take the ramp off of it. Uh, you could take the sound design out of it. Um, and not only that, I mean, Tom created that one and, and uh, you... Within the mix out itself, you've actually given uh, other tuned hooks, and you've tuned them and you've put them at the same BPM. So if, if you don't happen to play one of those songs, there's an, more than enough to, uh, to, to to fill the gap.
1: Say, for example, that your station doesn't want to promote one of those songs as your, your biggest hit; they want another one. We haven't have one of our mix out tracks, which will have maybe another ten suggestions. Just take one of those and place it in the mix, and it will it's all tuned for you, ready to go. You can just drop it in.
0: To what extent do you find that the hit songs in different territories are aligned at a particular moment?
2: Um, they're, they're very close. I mean, if, you, if there's a new Katy Perry, if there's a new Rihanna, Lady Gaga, Drake, what uh, it, it'll be on the station. Yeah. I find that New Zealand, Australia, North America, UK are uh, f- very similar, fairly similar. Yeah. Europe, depending on the country, you know, France will play some French artists, our clients in Germany will, will, will play some to, to us something that is maybe a little bit more obscure and probably a little, slightly more dance focused maybe yeah
1: very they, they dance focused on mainland Europe but the, predominantly in, in Canada even like Mexico and South America they still play the same hits they, they'll play some of their local language stuff as well but um, yeah as Adam said these artists get played everywhere that's why they're huge
0: and some of these artists because of the um the laws in some countries france is a good example will do
2: french versions of their hits exactly some, yeah um it's it's i've heard that on a, on a few of them it's very odd to hear something you're very used to listening to <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's oh my goodness you've done a you've done that hit in a different language
1: class the swears are kept in in europe too
2: yeah of course
0: they don't mind english swears uh, let's hear another mashup. <laughs>
2: What you waiting for? Let's go! Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate you. I love you. We don't talk anymore. What else can we do? Just some of them. Like C 100
0: and it's great when today's music artists talk about the radio. Thank goodness for that, eh? Yeah. Amen to that. <laughs> that was Sia, wasn't it?
1: It was. Yeah, there's, there's actually quite a lot of songs. Are you are impressed, I know that. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they're quite clever these days to get mentions of the radio stations and stuff in them because mm. they know how important radio is to, to put their song to the masses. So yeah, it's a good spot on see her there.
0: I'm hearing a lot of
2: CHR stations around the world now talking about all the hits. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, <pretty> <laughs> for us, I mean, we're, we're following the trend, as it were, with regards to, to strap lines. So we, we're creating content that will uh, fit these types of straplines. I think it's something that, um, that's been around for a little while. Um, I mean, I was, I was at Capitol, we're going back about seven years ago now, and we had uh, a few straplines on air back then, and I believe all the hits was one of them. We had a time when everyone was uh, your
0: city's number one hit music station. <laughs> that moment seems to have passed. Uh, it's all
2: phases that goes in cycles, isn't it? Um, give it time, it might come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. OK, let's hear some more audio, because that's what we're here for. Adam. Um, so we've we've got some uh yeah some some kiss stuff that we did for the, for the guys in Sydney so when these guys took blueprint um one of our our, our first clients actually they weren't were, they yeah before their rebrand before their rebrand yeah they were still mix um as as part of the package we actually said um we'd like to do some some jingles now for them a traditional jingle was a, was a, was a bit of a dirty word. Yeah. Um, they weren't looking for something in the more traditional sense. So we said, okay, well we're going to go away. We'll have a, we'll put our heads together. We'll have a think, um, and, and, try and come up with a concept that we think might work for, for what you're trying to do with your radio station. Um, and so blueprint kiss, which was a, a bespoke package that we, uh, we created for them. Uh, is just that really, it's got a logo in there, but it also has acapellas of, uh, of, playlisted chR songs uh, mixed in with uh with their voiceover and just really presented in a way that uh, hadn't quite been done before not like that um and so yeah so this is kind of what we came up with <laughs> FM. well that's all their all their vo uh one of our our session singers that we use and and it's our music as well so unlike a traditional uh, beat match where you would maybe take three or four songs shift them to the same bpm this is something that that is i guess it's more of a, a, a tonal pitch thing mm-hmm. so we've got these acapellas from from various artists and we have put them over our theme our music um with the session singer with with the with the pips with the logo within the package we created uh, a top and bed uh, a donut we even had at one point we were doing the double donuts for them so you would have the acapellas it would go into a a, into a a breakdown of the bed firing the logo you'd then have another couple of bars of the bed but it would have more instrumentation into it and then into the ender so we we just tried to cover all bases really and, and give them all the mix outs, the academic, the all the all, the, all yeah. as many options as we could. To...
1: And they've um, the voiceover you recognise there. They, it's just Kelly Doherty, Kelly uh, Kelly Kelly from the states, who's one of their voiceovers on the network. So that's why you didn't hear an Australian voice.
2: Let's hear another one. This one's breakfast. Yeah. What you're about to hear is for, for Carl and Jackie O, and there would have been a branded version without that that they could use in the in the rest of the rest of the, the day parts. <laughs> Jackie
0: o. King. Bye.
2: Bye. We wanted to create something where where the the acapellas that we were using, you know, they would either sing a, a sentence or you know it, it, it would obviously they have to complement each other. They complement each other tonally, mm-hmm. but it's something that felt like it all belonged together. What we wanted to do with these bits is create something that uh, had a bit of a. a a song feel to it really
0: but the the fact that it's got something which has a little bit of sing-along ability in it Mm, does connect with an audience in a different way than just a a thumping beat
1: yeah absolutely it's it's got that wall of color as well i think which will make it wall of color yeah
0: i love that (laughs) i just made that up on the spot that's great Uh, (laughs) quick onto the trademarks registry
1: As you said, you can sing along if you want to. There's there's catchy bits to it. And, yeah, it, I think it makes it jump out a little bit more than just having a straight sing, kiss sing, mm. which we do have in there as well. But, um, like as Asam, Asam says, this package was all about giving lots of different versions and then they could use however they wish in different places on the station.
0: And if your radio station only has a single syllable to its name, you do need other ways to convey its character.
1: Completely, yeah. You're, you're spot on there, yeah. And without getting the strap line in there... Which we didn't want to necessarily put in there. This was, had to be about the fun, the characterization of KISS and, and the music.
2: There's always going to be those radio stations that are just easier to brand than others, yeah. depending on the station name or the strap line or something. Or the
1: syllables, like the, the KIIS like as well.
2: It's I mean, four. hey, four beats in a bar, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, of course, it helps, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> You're who I am. You, uh, ooh. Listening to KISS right now, all the biggest hits. Yeah. Yes. No, after you. I was going to say, so again, I mean, there is a sentence in there. Yeah. You, know, you, you know who I am, you're listening to, you're addicted. It's, it's all in there, you know, you can follow it. They're not just random words. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Listen, it's great to hear your work and uh, also where you've come from, which is a marvellous story in itself. Um, what's next?
1: oh it 's been I would like to say it 's been a very very busy last six months, which has been i think a personal highlight to me now absolutely
2: we push on we 're in a, in a nice groove now with with our with our workload and um, and with with running a, a chr uh, production uh, service and i 'm a great believer in you know, you work hard and and um, and you 're good at what you do and you spend the time on it and good things will happen and and they are i mean I only said to Tom was my my wedding uh last summer and i just said to Tom, with with all this stuff that we had going on in in australia and new zealand and america and wherever else I mean, it was it was phenomenal but i said oh wouldn't it be nice to do something back in the uk yeah, yeah. and, <laughs> and um,
1: what's happened
2: and then yeah three four months later oh my gosh we've got stuff on radio one i mean that's i i don't take that lightly that's fantastic yeah. i'm i'm very proud of of the stuff that 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 we've achieved with small and, and uh, with a few of our, our freelancers free that we've got. And it's, um, you know, it's we, we, we just want to do things that are that we're passionate about and that keep us going and uh, and that fits in with with, with the lifestyle that, that, that we want to achieve.
0: Brilliant. Well, really enjoyed meeting both of you and hearing your work. Stay with us. Would you like to hear an ad? love to um this is a, a, a really nice uh, piece of work and if you've heard this earshot podcast before you'll know that we love to celebrate great radio advertising as well as the station promos as well as the imaging so in fact anything that helps to make radio an effective communications platform for brands including our own radio station brands we'll play it here um so here is an ad from the monthly aerial awards sweetie pie snookums baby bear honeypot Tipsy Wootsy, Baby Cakes, Princess, Honey Bun, Sugar Plum, Cuddle Bunny, Schmoopy, Pookie, Booger Bear, Buttercup, Sweet Cheeks, Dream Boat, Cuddle Muffin. <sighs> have a break from Valentine's, have a Kit Kat. <laughs> Uh, so Dave Monk at Publicist judged that the winner and he said it was down to the voice casting of James Humphreys. His lazy nasal can't be astral was a genius find, said Mr. Monk. Uh, it's also a spot that I think would have real standout on virtually any commercial radio station. You two are all the time creating the sound of stations. It's all very high energy, always peaking six.
2: Uh, but that is quite the opposite. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a beautifully written piece of uh, piece of work and absolutely it's it's going to stand out for for slowing down i guess really um
1: you don't yeah. know where it's going as well it's it's not obvious you're not, you're not being sold to you know you probably everyone's guilty of uh, of doing saying those names or a version of those names to their <laughs> partner so it's kind of like oh where's this going to go
0: and yeah no i like that bravo nice piece of work Written by Will Wright and James Lucking at JWT London and produced by Tash Bedford. You can see more about that spot and all the monthly winners at aerials.co.uk. And if you'd like me to showcase your work on the show, then just drop me a line. The address is steve at earshotcreative.com. You can find every edition of this show at earshotcreative.com, together with articles, case studies, tips and techniques – to help your audio production reach world-class standards and guess what i'll be back i will with another edition of earshot very soon research this time was by hayley hayes thanks to adam burgess and you tom cross for your audio and your company today and thanks to you for being within earshot i'm steve martin bye-bye love you